and I think we're synced. Hot. I uh, am trying one of these out. Again, I'm returning a little bit solo this time. I've never tried like a solo podcast, so I want to try it out. Um, give some updates. And go a little bit longer form, because I know that there's a platform, there's an audience for this. So, uh, here we go. Or probably stand form. I always thought the podcasts were like an hour long. They had to be... Over an hour at least or something. But I've seen some podcasts that go 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. So I'm probably shooting around that range. Sip, sip, sip. Uh, pink straw means you're hot. Anyways. Uh, you can buy my merchandise. Link in my bio. Link in the description. You know, it's a new concept to me to be doing poorly personally and well professionally. So when somebody asks like, hey, how are you? How are you doing? It's not just like a black and white answer. It's relatively complex. I'm like, I mean, it's crappy, but it's also awesome. Better than before. Like the prospects that I have looking at me in the form of really potential projects or unlike last year, I mean, I'm writing a script, Tommy's Boy. I have 24 pages I just added up. I'm turning that into a feature film. I just signed with two managers, uh, the same company out of Los Angeles, that are interested in the script. I'm sending them spec screens, and they're going to assign me a writer so we can do this with structure and kind of get through the process um, cleanly. Possibly get it in the hands of the original director and potentially um, the producer from the Saw series, Mark Berg. And then Peter Siegel, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Peter Siegel, is the director of Tommy Boy, the first one, 1995. Um, so that's looking me in the face. I'm writing almost every day. I, I love what I'm putting to the page, and it is really exciting. So I'm going to keep you guys updated on that along with this uh, podcast. I'm thinking of titling this podcast, Things I Can't Say to Your Face. Um, and I would rather just do it in a podcast form. You know, I tend to read off of people's expressions, facial expressions, and that tends to hinder or, like, switch up what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, and I play off of the other person. So, the camera has no judgment, so I feel free to just voice my opinion, and you guys can say whatever you want in the comments, I guess. Uh, as far as personally goes, <laughs> uh, not well. Um, yeah, I've been kind of a bully recently to some people, to some loved ones that... Um, that really didn't deserve it, and yeah, it's, um, and I'm still trying to make sense of where it came from in me, too. I think it came from, like, big rejection that I was feeling at the time, and I really just couldn't handle any more rejection. Amazon's here. So it was, beep, beep. Uh, so it was um, almost like I had to reject 
because of how rejected I felt. And that's a sad thing. You feel rejected. It's like hurt people hurt people, and that's totally true. And in my case, it was more like ghosted people ghost people. Which is true, because the person that ghosted me was also ghosted. So how can I blame them? In a sense, but to keep that cycle going was wrong of me, too. I, I didn't have to take the projection and do that. I didn't have to do that. So in all of this turmoil, I'm also, like, picking things up professionally, as I mentioned. And I don't know. I guess I felt the need to talk about it. Uh, doing doing a podcast like this has been on my mind for a while, just kind of reoccurring. And whenever that happens, I need to tap into that. I need to lean into that. Uh, as far as my weight loss pledge, um, I started out at 375. And I'm sitting at 351 today. And I actually hit 345 in February. I was I was really knocking it down met some heavy discouragement as i've already mentioned started playing this game doing this and i'm keeping it i'm maintaining it and i just had a recent talk with my doctor where he saw and he was very proud of the progress that i made we talked about going to the gym is where you get healthy the kitchen's where you lose weight Um, I said that to him, not knowing it was a quote from a book, and then he said, oh, totally, that is a quote from, I don't remember the name of the book, but um, he said the exact same thing in a more tighter version than how I had said it. I learned mine from TikTok, and I'm I'm sure that it's trickled down from the book into doctors. um, I have not been making a very hard press on any of my social media platforms, and I'm feeling the effects of that. Uh, financially, just on my mood, like creating TikToks and YouTube and and all of that actually alleviates the heaviness, and I don't I don't tap into that enough. I witnessed myself with anxiety, just physical anxiety in my chest and stomach, and I couldn't get rid of it. And then I would go to the gym for an hour. And I would do cardio and I would lift heavy weights as heavy as I could um, in, in small repetitions. Like, I mean, one or two uh, at my heaviest, that's that's the most I could do. And I did actually really hurt my shoulder for like three weeks. It actually really hurt. Um, I pushed out on the machine. I think I was sitting at 165 and I just felt this rip in my shoulder down my... Here And I tried to find the muscle. I was trying to find the muscle because I knew it was hurting. But I was like, what did I do? Because it felt like it popped here. But then it was like... So I had my kettlebell. Grabbed my kettlebell. And I was like, okay. So I'm going to lift up here. And I started to lift from a sitting position. And I got all the way up to here. Okay, stop. And then I was like, okay. Well, so then I go like this. And zing. I found the muscle. Needless to say. Whew. Yeah. It was rough, dude. So that had to heal. And then I've only been back to the gym two or three times since then. Mm, four. But that progress that I saw meal prepping, I have never seen that before with weight loss. I tried to go to the gym um, almost... I went to the gym a lot in December and hardly lost a pound. And then when I started to meal prep in January, that's where I saw just a plummet in weight. 
So, that's literally all that needs to happen, again, with consistency. It's just like 200 to 300 calorie meals every three hours. I learned that you can burn 1,800 calories in a day just sitting around doing nothing. So add any sort of activity in your day, that's how many more calories. And then controlling the eating to stay at least like... To even out to a, a thousand calories per day, including like how much you ate and how much you burned, if you can like calculate that out. Math, you know, thousand calories per day, you're in a calorie deficit. That's what helps you plummet. So I know all of this. I saw the immediate success. It would be so foolish of me not to continue. So I would love to keep you guys updated on that as well and keep be held accountable, you know. Uh, Uh, stand-up, I did stand-up at the beginning of March, uh, middle of March, um, for Adam Ray that and Bernice Yeh. Um, that, right. that was a fun experience. I went up there with 10, uh, 10 minutes of material, and the first half of it I had never performed before. And then the other jokes that I did have, I, I shifted a little bit or I expanded on. And that was a lot of fun. That was a fun weekend. Despite being heartbroken. No, but it was my birthday weekend. I got to see a friend who I hadn't seen in almost a year. So why don't I give you guys a little bit of a rundown on what my Tommy's Boy script entails. So we meet Chris Callahan. That's my character's name. In a life of petty crime, if any of you have seen Fun with Dick and Jane, you know that that movie has multiple montages of robberies being committed, and each one is a little bit more advanced. <laughs> I just rewatched it. I am writing what my. Carol? I am writing what my. That's not Carol perfect version of this movie would be. That's my first draft. What I imagine a perfect movie being in the world of Tommy Boy, what bada bing. Yeah, what, um, lost my train of thought. Carol, dang it. So since Tommy's boy will come from me, I intend on using all of the inspirations that could have possibly inspired Chris Farley as well as myself. My sense of humor dates back to Fatty Arbuckle, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, moves up a decade or two to uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, the Colgate Comedy Hour, Abbott and Costello, of course, uh, the Marx Brothers. And then it, moving into the 50s and 60s, my sense of humor really branches off into the cartoons. So Disney, Sword in the Stone, Jungle Book, Aristoc um, wait, wait. Aristocats, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, like so much of my childhood stems from those cartoons. <laughs> and then we get into Lucille Ball... Red Skelton, 
Carol Burnett, Tim Conway, Don Knotts. I love all of them. Thunch. Jerry Lewis branched off from Dean Martin and did a bunch of solo movies, directing and acting in them. Like, there's definitely some Kevin James and some Jack Black introduced into my comedy as well, in how I'm writing this. So it's not just Chris Farley, but I am trying to represent physical comedy as a whole. Physical and facial comedy is just so uh, resonating to me. And always has been, always will be. Let me enter in my 27-digit password. Man, I gotta like check my pulse after entering that password. Holy cow. It's a workout. How many steps did I just get in? Uh, some of you may remember that I was writing a movie with a buddy of mine. That buddy is going through a move early this month. He is moving to Scotland. Which is incredible because he kind of made that, he manifested that. Like earlier last year, he was like, dude, I want to move out of this, out of this country, like to Scotland or something. And he is getting his wish. <laughs> so that has been kind of put on pause since July of last year. But I would like to reintroduce that into this podcast and keep you guys updated with the process there too. Uh... Okay, so in four days, on April 8th, today's April 4th, April 4th be with you, there's a Netflix movie coming out called Metal Lords on Netflix, like I said, and I'm in it. I'm a background extra, but there is a Battle of the Bands sequence, which I play a part of the audience. Audience member 29... We filmed it February of 2021, so, you know, 14 months ago or whatever. Math! And it's finally releasing. It has Jaden Martell, I think that's how you pronounce his name, from It and Knives Out. And It too. And basically three of the highest grossing films from 2020, I think, or 2019. 2019! And it's got some other actors that you would recognize from other shows, like Veep. Or, um... Other shows. And there may even be a, a couple of shots where I'm in four different places in the audience. Because they didn't have enough people to fill the auditorium. They only had like 100 people. Sometimes 80. Maybe 81. So they would have us go in a fourth of the room and like rock out to the thong and stuff. And then they would have us go on another fourth and do the same thing, but like mix up the positioning and then go to the third, fourth, and then do the, do the, well, kind of like rocking out and stuff. And then, you know, the fourth, are people watching me? And then like the fourth, fourth. And so we filled the whole room in one frame. They'll edit that way. So I might be in four different places. I'm wearing a blue shirt. They didn't change us in like wardrobe ishin but you know anyways that'd be cool metal lords check that out on netflix when it comes out the cinematographer's the cinematographer's name was colin and so every time colin was called i was like what you know because they were they were calling and calling a lot but there was one part where um 
Colin, we're all rocking out, and I'm in the front row. I have to be up in the front row. Come on, man. I had probably 2 million followers at the time. I don't know if I said it or not. Pretend I'm the microphone. No, wait. No, I'm this thing. I'm this thing. My picture on the wall for audio podcast place on Earth. The, uh, the camera guy with the camera, Colin, he goes like this to me at one point. He got up in my face. So hopefully, um, hopefully that's in there. Stop with the messing of the thing. Um, and then there was another part where um, we're all kind of like in a corridor rocking out and the camera guy is coming up close to us. And a woman was in my way from blocking the camera. And Colin walked up to her and he goes, um... <laughs> so he can like show me. It was so funny. And then there was one part where um, <laughs> uh, the first assistant director was like, okay, so I'm going to need um, all of you to like gasp all at the same time. One, two, three. Everybody goes, <gasps> whoa, like that. And then he needed a couple people to say a couple lines. So he pointed at somebody and he goes, um, okay, you say something. And they said something like, oh, no. And then he points at me, and he goes, you say something. And I go, oh, shit! Like that. And everybody laughed. And they kind of ruined my take. And then he goes, no, okay, all right, now say that again. And I was like, kind of, you know, I can't do it again. You know, so I was, everybody's expecting that again. So I was just like, so I had to say it again. And it was like, I really hope they didn't use the second take. The first one was great. Hopefully people didn't ruin it for me by laughing. But there's a chance I might have the, a line in the uh, Netflix movie Metal Lords coming out on April 8th. Today, April 5th. April 5th, be with you. So that was fun. There is a pilot TV show, pilot, pitch pilot, that I filmed last year in May of 2021. <laughs> this year, in March of 2022... I got to see it for the first time. Full edit, full cut, all the music, all the beginning and credit sequences. Dude, it looks like a show. We are currently pitching this TV pilot around to any buyers, any streaming services that would pick a season of the show up. I'm working with Tremendum Pictures. Uh, that is Travis and Chris. They are two directors who actually have five feature films under their belts, all of which I believe are on streaming services now. I mean, that just kind of ups our chances. They've done five horror movies, so this is their first comedy venture and TV show venture at all. So it's it's kind of new territory for everybody. But um, it has a creator in it as its star, that is not me, that you guys definitely know. He's been around since Vine. King Badge. Somebody that I had been watching since 2011 or 10 or 11. And so meeting him was like, <gasps> and then acting with him, I had to act with him for a whole day. And I didn't know what to expect, but I remember being mid-performance and feeling super, like, ridden with insecurity because I felt, oh, like I have to step into gear uh, to act with this dude. Oh, like, I didn't know it was going to be um, a challenge. I I don't know. I didn't uh, know what to expect. 
Like I've acted before, but it had been a little while since I had acted in that type of setting. It had been quite a few years since film school. The most acting that I had really done was uh, with Pipe Reel Studios, which is a comedy team that I had for the last three years. Uh, which is currently a comedy troupe that is no longer in existence. Um, it came to an end in December 2021, and it was a lot of fun while it lasted. But I think ultimately it just needed to come to an end. Uh, I needed to be able to pick up my bootstraps and get to work on my own stuff like this. And that was in December, and I then proceeded to not really do that. Like, kind of out of necessity, but not really. It's hard to, in heartbreak, in just, like, rotten mood. It's really hard to be funny. It's really hard to press myself. It's really hard to stick with any sort of a routine. When you just want to, like, go to sleep and shut off all the time. <laughs> but you can't because you know that you've slept enough and you have to get up and do stuff and you haven't exhausted enough energy to warrant sleeping again. I have no more callus on my fingers because I haven't played guitar in a little while. That was really helping me. And then I just stopped looking for things to help me. And I just look to things that really don't serve me at all. And then there's just this clash of lifestyle and where I know I should be, where I know I want to be. And it's like unwilling, being unwilling to break free, almost. It's like I'm sitting in a pool of crap, just like, hey, hey. You know, just unwilling to get out of the pool of crap. So along with the weight loss, there needs to be accountability on just posting content. Because posting content is actually a team game. I'm only doing half the job. I'm only posting. It's you guys that take it and carry it away. Specifically on TikTok, like... Like, the people that kind of post first, first, second, third, fourth, you know, what's after fifth, you know, it's uh, relatively obnoxious, <laughs> but it helps the algorithm because the more people that post right away, comment right away, uh, it just expands the video. It expands the video in into the algorithm. Algorithm. So that's what that's. But you guys are more than welcome to comment. And you don't need to share this. I'm not asking you to share this. I don't even know what that would be for. I don't know why people ask that. But a like and a comment always helps. And if you enjoy this longer form content and just like listen to me uh, talk, I can try this out weekly. I can try this out and see, uh, see if we can't get some good conversation going between us, you know. I would love to establish a little bit more loyalty in my fans and myself to my fans, you know. And I think that includes interacting in the comments, uh, responding to messages, uh, responding to emails. Like I said, I have merchandise. I have a store. You can find shirts and blankets and condoms with my face on it and, uh, and all that. So I feel like I've exhausted what I wanted to talk about. Um, if you guys have any questions, I am more than willing to explain in the next time that I talk about it clarify anything or expand or appreciate you guys being here appreciate you guys watching if you made it this far <sighs> stupid freaking password again oh my gosh I'm trying to record a podcast here man don't freaking fragile 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 fragile
What's that from? What's that from? Somebody tell me in the comments what that from. That that little quote that I just did, kind of a quote.